Hi, I'm Shara, and welcome to the Health Me, Health You podcast, where you will be inspired as you hear stories all about health, physical, mental, social, and spiritual. You will be energized from people from all walks of life, just like you and me, because we believe everyone has an encouraging story to share. So let's have some fun, learn from each other, and together, get healthier. Welcome back to the Health Me, Health You podcast. Today, I have an awesome person to talk about natural remedies with us. So Kylie Mello is here with us, and she is going to talk about her experience as a registered dietitian, as a mom of two kids, two adorable boys, with a third on the way. I'm hoping it's a girl, um, but we will find that out soon. But she is here to share her experience with us about um, health and natural remedies. And I'm excited for you all to hear four big topics that we talk about. So Kylie, welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you here. So Kylie, what are the four things you're going to talk to us about today for natural remedies? So I'm going to be sharing some uh, personal testimonies and other things that I've had clients and family try as well. I'm going to be talking about how I avoided surgery, mm-hmm. appendicitis, um, arthritis, and also I'm going to be talking about charcoal, which is a secret that everybody should know about. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yes. And then also hydrotherapy, which is hot and cold treatments. Awesome. I personally am excited to hear about all of these things. So Kylie, why don't you tell us first um, a little bit about you and your story and what got you into being interested about health and becoming a dietitian? So what's, what's your health story? Well, I kind of grew up in a family where most of my childhood, I was vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we were always a little different than other kids because of that. I can um, relate. We grew yeah. up vegetarian too. Right. Um, so that kind of made me want to look into things more. But once I got into high school, I was like all about McDonald's and oh, yeah. fast food and meat and all kinds of unhealthy things. Hey, like every other American. Right. Yep. Um, when I was 22, I was around a bunch of friends who had tons of energy. They never seemed to get like tired. I always wanted to take naps mm. um, because I just felt drained halfway through the day. And I had to take a look and think, well, why do they have so much more energy than I do? Yeah. And um, I realized that they were plant-based. Interesting. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try. Mm -hmm. And I did. And I felt (laughs) so much better. I had so much more energy. And I was like, this is it. Like, yeah, this is why they had so much energy. And now why I feel so much better as well. So that was about 14 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Who I just told my age. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good for you, though. That's 14 years ago, it was hard to become plant-based and vegan. It was. We didn't have all of the options that we have today. Especially when I was little, I was allergic to dairy. Hmm. And that was a long time ago. And the only milk we had was mocha mix. Mocha mix. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, it's a creamer for coffee. Really? But it's dairy-free. Huh. It was we either put that or orange juice in our cereal. So we were <laughs> really weird. Well, you know, actually, that's funny you say that because I've never heard of anyone doing orange juice in their cereal, except for my brother who doesn't like milk. 
And he puts orange juice in his cereal. It's (laughs) the craziest thing. He loves it. It's so it's not that weird. I grew up with that my whole life because that's what he always did. No, it's still weird, but it is. You're right. It's still weird. Yeah, it's still definitely not my favorite. I wouldn't choose to do that again, but it worked. It worked. I tried it once when we ran out of milk as a kid and it wasn't that great. No, it's not. Sorry to my brother. No, it's not. (laughs) So you were allergic to dairy yeah growing up mm-hmm. and then- i would get severe migraines as a child mm-hmm. um and uh it was when you would get the blurry vision as well so i couldn't see things clearly if i was looking at your face i could see half of your face and the other half looked like an old television where it's black and white and fuzzy um and i would throw up if i sat up out of bed as well and that would happen for a a full day no matter what kind of medicine I took wow so the first doctor wanted to put me on medication to take every day even though I was only having episodes maybe once or twice a week Hmm. so my mom took me to a different doctor luckily who said get off of dairy uh, nitrates chocolate and caffeine wow and when I didn't eat those I was fine and sometimes I would think oh maybe I can have this now Mm -hmm. and it would trigger the migraine and it would come back that's crazy. Yeah. I've grown out of that now uh-huh. um, because, like I said, back in high school, I would have meat and dairy and things like that. Um, and it didn't bring the migraines back. But yeah. um, I was so thankful <laughs> that my mom took me to a different doctor. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to get those second and third opinions. Yes. You can't oh, yes. just go with the first. Right. And take that as the final answer. Yep. That's exactly right. So you started becoming plant-based and vegan. You got all this energy from making that lifestyle change. Is that what drew you to become a dietitian? Yes. So it had a lot to do with that. I went to a school close to here that was plant-based as well, but I went to learn about natural remedies, hydrotherapy, massage therapy, but they had a lifestyle center there on the campus where people from all over the world would come with all kinds of diseases. Um, and they would be on tons of medication. And at the end of the three week program, um, because they were on a plant-based diet, they started to exercise, even if it was just light walking, Mm -hmm. um, most of them would leave with zero to little medication left. What? And um, so that really made me realize that, hey, this plant-based thing really is yeah. like giving me energy, but it right. can heal the body as well. And so from there, I thought, okay, well, I need to, I know these things, but you know, here's my family, some of them who need the help, but they weren't mm-hmm. listening to me um, or friends, which is probably pretty um common anyway. Oh, yeah. For but sure. so I decided that, you know, maybe if I became a registered dietitian, people mm-hmm. would listen to me more. Um, and so that's where I decided to, okay, I'm plant based, but let's become a registered dietitian, have the credentials, learn even more um, about diet and, mm-hmm. and lifestyle. And um, that's when I decided to become a registered dietitian. That's awesome. I love that. And it, like you said, it gives you way more credibility too. Yes. Yeah. Some people are still a little bit leery about it, but because, <laughs> you know, lifestyle, when it comes to lifestyle, um, it's easier to pop a pill than to make um, any kind of change in yes. our life, whether it's through exercise or diet and even just drinking more water. Yes. <laughs> it can be difficult for people. People love quick fixes. Yes. Especially oh, yeah. us Americans. Mm-hmm. Give me the pill. Give me the easy fix. And I don't want to put in the hard work. Yeah. Because it's very, it's a lot of hard work. 
Yep. It's a lot about mindset. It's a lot about dedication. And it's changing what we do as a routine every day, what we put in our mouth, what we do for movement. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It is. But I mean, once it becomes a habit, it's so easy. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those things you learned. And yeah. let's get into some of these natural remedies. Yes. Okay. So um, one of the most amazing things that happened to me through diet um, had to do with my appendix. So um, I was visiting a best friend and she had just had an appendectomy. So the removal of the appendix because it was inflamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a few days later, my appendix started to flare up. And the reason I knew what it was is because in the lower right quadrant of the abdomen, uh, if there's pain, then mm-hmm. if you push in and you release and you have that pain, that's an indication that it could be appendicitis. Hmm. Um, so I felt that I was nauseous um, and other symptoms as well that fit it. So I decided to, okay, well, appendicitis, anything ending in itis is just inflammation. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So I thought, okay, let me look up foods that are anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. So I did, and I began to juice um, these anti-inflammatory foods. And I made it taste good because I'm not about gross things. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. So I took this huge cup and I drank it and then had my friend take me to the emergency room because I thought, well, I'll try this, but I'm not going to mess around with this, yeah. you know. So they took me in. They did the scan and sure enough, it was appendicitis. So they put me up on the floor and they said, okay, in a couple hours, we're going to take you into surgery. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, I hadn't slept all night. So I finally fell asleep and I woke up about an hour later, went to the bathroom, came back to bed and I was like, wow, I, I feel great. I don't have any more pain. I would try the rebound, um, in the lower right abdomen and there was nothing. And I told the nurse and she's like, "Mm, you can talk to the doctor. She's like, I don't believe you. Yeah, right. So the doctor came in and he was checking me and he's like, well, you do appear to be fine, but I still highly recommend the surgery. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, (laughs) which is scary and scared me. But I said, I told him what I was doing, you know, these um, juicing anti-inflammatory foods. And of course, he looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) Um, And I said, I'm going to go. And I'm going to keep juicing. And I was flying actually back to Oregon that day. And so I was like, what if my appendix bursts on the plane? Oh, my gosh. So, Kylie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I went back to my friend's house and I juiced again a, a couple times until I left. Um, I went back to Oregon and saw another surgeon just to check. And he said, All right, I watched you walk from the parking lot into my office from this chair up to my table. I'm, I'm feeling you, you know, your stomach, your abdomen, and you don't appear to be somebody who has appendicitis. And this was the next day. Wow. And so he said, keep doing what you're doing. He said, if you were my daughter, I would tell you not to get the surgery. That is insane. And that was probably eight years ago. And I still have my appendix. Good for you. Yeah. So do you have any flare ups with it? I don't know. I mean, I still after that, I juiced that way for three days straight and mm. I didn't eat anything. 
it was just juicing because I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. And um, after that, I would juice once a day for that week. And then after that, it was maybe once a week. And now maybe once a month, I'll drink the juice as well. What is this special juice? I want to know what it is. <laughs> Are you going to tell us? I will. Yes. So this juice, what I did was I took beets, two beets. You take the skin off and you put them in the juicer. Now, beets are great for anti-inflammatory. And also, ginger is really good mm. for anti-inflammatory. Love and ginger. so I took a about an inch piece of ginger, put that through the juicer, and one cucumber, which okay. helps with that as well. It just also helps to give you a lot of hydration also. Did you peel the cucumber or no peeling I the cucumber? I did not peel the cucumber, okay. no. Uh, the ginger and the beets I did. And then I had two lemons... Okay. So I peeled those and two apples. Now the lemon and apple just help it to taste good. Yeah. Because I was like, I got to get this down and it has to taste good. Mm -hmm. So that's the juice. Wow. Yeah. And you just put it through, uh, what kind of juicer did you have or do you um, have? What it do you was my friend's juicer. So I don't remember. Even my juicer is just a super cheap one that yeah. I got, I think from Walmart or something. Um, they have good juicers. Um expensive ones that you can get, which I would love to, Yeah. but even my cheap one works. That's good to know because yeah. I know, like you said, there's really expensive ones out there Yes. and there's a lot of cheaper options and it's hard to know which juicer to get. Yeah. I would just say to people, if you don't have one, just get a cheap one and try it out because yeah. they, they'll still work. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important is you want that juice. Yeah. Is there a benefit to juicing your own juice versus buying it from a pressed cold pressed juicery buying them from the like a juicery it's really convenient mm -hmm. but um it is more expensive and when you juice at home it becomes cheaper as well and it's fresh so the fresh juice that you can do at home the freshest you can get is always going to be the best because it's going to have the most amount of nutrients in there for you everyone there's your juice recipe for you yes. so i'll give you information at the end of this podcast too on how to connect with kylie and find out more of her recipes yep um that she shares so that's natural remedy number one mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory juices yes so actually with this juice as well, I had a friend when I was in Tennessee call me up because she had diverticulitis, hmm. which is, again, you hear that itis at the end, mm -hmm. it's inflammation. And this has to do with the digestive system. Um, and she had gone to the hospital, but as a dietitian, I know how this works. Mm -hmm. Diverticulitis is usually because people aren't eating enough fiber. Hmm. It's part of the large intestine, the beginning of it, and that becomes inflamed. And okay. so people can have diverticulitis and inflammation there. And do they just have pain in their abdomen there's, or what is... Um, there's a lot of... Yeah, they have pain. They have trouble digesting food, um, even um, getting rid of it mm -hmm. as well. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting. Okay. Um, those can be some of the symptoms as well. So she had gone to the hospital and, of course... Um, since it's low fiber. Um, but when you have it and it's inflamed, they tell you not to eat fiber. Hmm. And so usually they'll first put you on like some type of broth. Um, and then after that, you know, you switch to foods that have no fiber. So that comes with a lot of meat. It comes with a lot of dairy, um, white products as well, which mm -hmm. is most people know isn't healthy anyway for all yeah. of that. So she called me and she had been doing it for three days. But she was in such pain and she's like, what should I do? And I told her, 
try my juice. Yeah. You know, it's anti-inflammatory. What you have is inflammation. Try it. So she did it. Um, she called me the next day and her pain was gone. What? Yeah. Even the medication she was on, the diet she was trying to do that was recommended wasn't helping. But this anti-inflammatory juice was. That is awesome. Yes. So cool. So with juicing, I'm wondering, can you explain, because I'm interested to know why not just make a big salad with your beets, with your ginger, with your apple, with your lemon, make a big salad and eat all of that. And would that help? With your inflammation or what's the benefit of getting that juice in? So it would help to eat them as their whole foods, you know, just like you're saying. But in these situations, you need it almost immediately. Mm. Um, I didn't have time to just, okay, let me eat eat these things because it would be good because they have the fiber. And that's something to think about during the day, during the week when you don't have flare ups like this mm-hmm. is to be eating these kinds of foods to help the body, um, not to be so inflamed just in general. But uh, when it comes to having flare-ups like the appendicitis, um, the diverticulitis, anything with inflammation, itis at the end, Mm -hmm. you're going to want something very quickly. And the juice acts really quickly. Yeah. That's great to know because I know fiber is something that all of us are lacking. Um, We think of protein so often that we're lacking protein, but really fiber is the biggest thing that most of us are lacking. Yes. We don't get as much fiber in as we need. Yes. Um, You know, a lot of people don't know where fiber comes from in their food. Um, As I worked as a corporate dietitian, I would help people to reverse the diabetes and things like that. And one of the questions I would ask is, oh, how was your fiber intake? mm -hmm. And people would say, oh, you know, it's, it's pretty good, I think. And so my next question is, okay, what foods do you eat that contain fiber? Hmm. And most people, I eat fish, I eat meat, I eat chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, Or some would just start naming off some vegetables. Like I eat corn, I have some carrots sometime. (laughs) I said, okay, so you have um, your vegetables, Mm -hmm. which have fiber. Your meat has no fiber. Yeah, Your dairy doesn't have fiber either. Mm -hmm. Um, So most people don't even know where it comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. So your biggest place to find fiber in a daily diet, what would you say to do? Plants. Plants. <laughs> Just any kind of salad, any kind of vegetable, fruit, whole grain. Yeah. Um, beans are a great source of fiber as well. Mm-hmm. We put flaxseed in our smoothies or yes. chia seeds. That's an easy way to sneak them in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put flaxseed in the kids' oatmeal, ground flaxseed, mm-hmm. and I sneak it in the kids' oatmeal. They have no idea in the morning, but it gives them that extra fiber and omegas. Yes, I put great. it in everything as well, and the kids don't know, and I think they're so smart. Like, I know I'm their mom, so I think they're smart, of course. <laughs> and they're adorable. Yes, but I really think that the flax has a lot to do with it, those omega-3s. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a big difference. Okay, so... We've got the juicing down. We've got the anti-inflammatory natural remedy. What next? I have one more story about it. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. So my aunt, um, she had severe arthritis. Mm -hmm. And again, you hear at the end of that arthritis, itis Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. inflammation. So that's uh, joints. You have inflammation happening in the joints. A lot of the hands, the feet, the knees, people have joint pain. and most of the time, it's, it'll be diagnosed as arthritis. Mm-hmm. So she was having such a hard time with her hands, like doing hardly anything. And it was just painful. You could see in her knuckles and her joints were just so red. 
Yeah. So I told her, you know, try this juice. Mm -hmm. Let's see if it helps you. And so she did. And she noticed something right away, like the next day. And so she just kept juicing like once a day, she would do this juice. And for the first week, she's like, this is amazing. Like she could move her hands well again. And she wasn't having that pain. And she still makes that juice probably at least once a week. That is awesome. And she actually blends it. So she gets all that fiber still. Um, I can't do that. I like the juice a lot better, but either way works because you're still getting in those anti-inflammatory foods. That's awesome. Just put it in like a Vitamix or Blendtec and whiz it up. Yeah. If you don't have a juicer, try it. (laughs) That is so good. Love it. The next natural remedy, I am really excited and intrigued (laughs) to learn more about Kylie because I've always heard about charcoal and that it's such an amazing magic black substance, Yes, but I know nothing about it. Yes. And so I'm really intrigued to see what you're going to tell us about charcoal. So spill the beans. It's just amazing. Like, um... Until you try it, you don't really know about it. You can hear about it from other people. But I always use it when any of us have a stomach ache. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband, my kids even. um, If anybody has food poisoning, if you have diarrhea, if you're vomiting, that's the perfect time to take activated charcoal. And you can easily buy it at health food stores. That's Mm. usually where I'll buy it. It can come in capsules or you can buy it in the powder form. What it is, is activated charcoal. It really helps to assist the kidney functions with filtering out undigested toxins. Interesting. Yeah. So anytime you have like, you've eaten out somewhere and you get food poisoning, everyone knows like that is not fun. Yeah, not at all. when I was young, we used to take Mm Pepto-Bismol and that stuff was nasty. (laughs) Really? Because as a kid, I ate that as candy. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) The little pink candy. I loved it. Yeah. So now we'll take charcoal. Um, Usually we'll take about two capsules and it'll say on the bottle as well how much to take. Okay. Um, And I started to use it on my boys as well. Um, my oldest, when he would tell me like his stomach was hurting, I would mix it with just about four ounces of water. So I'd take one capsule for him because he's only t- uh, three now. Okay. Um, and I would mix it with about four ounces of water. Would When you say mix it, would you break the capsule open? Yes. Okay. So if you have it in capsule form, you'll break it open for kids or, you know, if they're too young to swallow a pill, then break it open, mix it with water with a spoon. Um, and with kids, what I find with my son is if I put just a little drop, like a few drops of juice, he's all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, yeah. He Sometimes I think he'll ask me like, oh, my tummy hurts just so he can have some of the sneaky, juice. Sneaky. Yeah. But it will, when you take it, it'll turn your mouth, um, your teeth and your tongue a little bit black. Mm-hmm. And so I like to show the kids like, oh, go look in the mirror. And they get to see that and they think it's so cool. Oh, that's cute. And then it just washes away after you drink a little bit of water. And has that worked with your kids when they yes. take it? it? With all of us. Within, I'd say as soon as we take it, within 10 to 20 minutes max, your pain is gone. Wow. So... Even if you have diarrhea, it kind of stops. And what it does is the charcoal is trying to get rid of those toxins, Mm -hmm. those substances in your body that aren't supposed to be there, whether it's through food poisoning or something else. And then, you know, when you go to have a bowel movement, you'll see that it's kind of black, Mm. but it's not that diarrhea anymore. It's just kind of a normal bowel movement. Sometimes um, if it's really bad, 
um, with whatever you have, instead of it just kind of stopping, Mm -hmm. it'll make you vomit. Okay. So if it's really bad, it wants you to hurry and get those toxins out um, and you could vomit it up as well. And mm-hmm. then if that happens, I just take some more charcoal for us as well. But usually it just kind of stops the whole thing. So you take the charcoal. If you vomit, then you take more charcoal yes. after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because it's working, but you're already getting rid of some of that charcoal. So you want to put more back in your body to get rid of the rest of the um, toxins as well. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go get some charcoal. It is. You know, um, we were down in Yosemite with a bunch of friends and one of the little boys, I think he was about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. He was having such stomach pain the first night we were there. And I told the mom, I was like, hey, we, I have this activated charcoal. I'll go get some for him. Yeah. And told her about it a little bit, like just really quickly. But, um, you know, when you don't know about these things, you're a bit leery. So, of course, she was like, well, let's just let this play through a little bit. Um, so the next morning when we were getting ready to go you know, hiking and things like that down in Yosemite, the poor boy was just so miserable. Mm. And so finally, I I had mentioned something again, and it was kind of passed by. So right before we left, I, I got my charcoal and I was like, hey, I have this right here. I can break it open for him and put it in some water. And so finally, she was like, okay, yeah, let's do this because yeah. he was like so miserable. Oh. And so we did it. And as soon as we got to our destination, the mom told me, she's like, I should have listened to you right away because 10 minutes into the ride, this 10 year old boy was like, hey, Miss Kylie was right. Like this stuff is working. He didn't have any pain anymore. His stomach ache was gone. Um, And so the mom was just like, I should have listened right away. (laughs) But until you know about it and try it and see like how quickly it works, you just... Yeah. You just kind of question it. I wouldn't know. And I'd probably be a little bit leery too. Yeah. But now I know. (laughs) Yes. And you know, it's something that I always have at home with us. Um, If we go anywhere, I always carry it with us because who knows, you know, who's going to be feeling sick. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you for educating us on charcoal. Go get your charcoal. (laughs) Yes. Go to Whole Foods and pick it up. Yeah. One thing to keep in mind about charcoal is um, even though it helps with these things, it can interact with drugs or medications that somebody might be taking. So it's always good to check with your doctor just to make sure because you don't want it to overtake the drugs. Um, When people go to hospitals because they um, have overdosed on drugs, like Mm -hmm. um, not medicational drugs, they'll give them the charcoal to help get rid of that. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So it can interact with drugs, medications. I'm talking about medications now. (laughs) So always double check with your doctor if you're taking any type of prescribed medication before taking charcoal. Okay. And then the next one we're going to talk about is hydrotherapy. Yes. Correct? Yep. So what do we need to know about hydrotherapy? Everything. (laughs) Everything. Okay. This is good because I've heard about hot and cold treatments and the benefits of hydrotherapy, but I know you have some tips and the right way of doing it. So please indulge us. Yes. So I, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, I went to school and I studied for a year, um, natural remedies, hydrotherapy and massage. Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially with this COVID coronavirus going around, um, I'm trying to promote it more to people. I put it out on my YouTube channel showing like how to do it, um, even on my boys. When this whole thing started, my littlest one who is just, he just turned one when this all um, started happening, he started to get sick. 
I don't know what he had, but I was like, okay, I know this is going around. And you're talking about COVID-19. Yes, when COVID-19. This, when you're saying when this all happened. When this was all starting, yes. Okay. So he got sick and I thought, okay, I don't know what this whole thing is. I don't know if he has it or if mm-hmm. it's just a cold. Right. So in the bathtub, I thought, okay, he's only one year old. So I'm going to do a really easy treatment on him. So I put him in his bathtub. You know, it's as warm of water as you want to have for a one-year-old. So okay. pretty lukewarm. Um, but then after a while, I would start pouring the water on his back and on his chest, the warm water from Mm -hmm. the bathtub. And then after about three minutes of doing that, I had a bowl of ice water with a washcloth. Okay. And so I would take that cold washcloth and I'd rub it on his chest and his back. Of course, as a child, anybody is not going to care for that. No way. Um, But he did really well. And so I did this for him uh, morning and night for the first two days. And the third day, he was perfectly fine. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. And it's something that anybody can do, like a simple one like that. When you're taking a shower, you want to put the water as hot as you can, obviously not scalding hot, mm-hmm. burning your skin off. Um, so as warm as you can with the hot water for about three minutes. Okay. And then you're going to switch over to as cold as you can stand it. Ooh. I know. For at least 30 seconds to a minute. Okay. And then you keep switching back and forth. So you're going hot and cold, hot and cold, hot for three minutes, cold for a minute, hot for three. And you can do this about three to five times. Okay. And it really gets the uh, blood circulating to help to heal the body. Okay. So should you end on hot or cold? Yeah, that's a good point. Always end on cold. Okay. Always end on cold because the hot water, what it does is it moves the blood to the skin. Okay. So you can focus on one area if you need to, um, or just the whole body in the shower. And then the cold pushes the blood back away. So it's pushing it, it's pulling it, and it's getting it circulating more. Are there certain types of diseases or conditions that you've really seen hydrotherapy be very beneficial with? Yes. It, um, I mean, it, when anybody's sick, obviously, like with a cold, with a flu, um, I tell people now, even if you think you have coronavirus or, you know, whatever you're sick with, just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, again, it's effort yeah. <laughs> to do these things, um, but it's still simple. But also, um, like you were talking about Brian with neuropathy. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do this when I was at a lifestyle center working with patients who had neuropathy or people who have diabetes because your blood circulation isn't very well, especially in your appendages, your legs, your feet, your hands. Right. Um, so we would do this on our patients as mm-hmm. well. Um, my uncle, he came to me and his hands were so white. Uh, he has diabetes and he had a toe amputated a couple years ago. Mm. And he was like, I can't feel my hands very well. And they were so white. And so I was like, okay, we're just going to the kitchen sink and we're doing hot and cold, hot and cold. Yeah. And then you see the blood coming back to his hands just after 10 minutes of doing this. Wow. And so he was like, man, you know, I should be doing this. Yeah. So any type of circulation or sickness, um, give it a try. It's yeah. super easy. Yeah. I definitely want Brian to give that a try with his neuropathy in his feet. Yes. Um, and his dad too. I was telling his dad about it. Um, cause you and I talked a couple weeks ago. Um, and why not give it a shot yeah. and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't like to have their feet in hot water anyway? Exactly. The cold's not very comfortable, but it is nice when you're feeling too hot and then you get the cold and you can go back and forth. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So we will definitely give that a shot and let you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. I also, um, so after my youngest son had gotten sick, just right when this COVID-19 was happening, my oldest son, who was two at the time, he got sick. But I remember he came and laid in bed with us because we were listening to his breathing and it was so raspy and it was making me so nervous. And so um, the next morning I did not just the bath for him, the hot and cold, like I did with my son with just Mm -hmm. the washcloth that was cold, but I actually did different fomentations. So I have a video up on my YouTube channel that's easy to watch and you'll see me do the whole thing. Great. But what it is, is I put him on my massage table in the living room, listening to his little music so he would be calm. Um, And you put these hot towels on him. Uh, Now it's hot as he can stand, but you you cover it with um, dry towels so he doesn't get burnt. Okay. Um, But I did it on the chest and on his back because it was Hmm. his breathing that he was having a hard time with. So um, I would lay him there for about five minutes with the hot and then I would bring the cold, ice cold washcloth over and rub it on his chest, rub it on his back. And of course he didn't like that too much, but he did so well and I did it um, about five times on him, hot, wow. cold, hot, cold, and so on. Um, and then after that, he kept asking me for his hot and cold treatment. He did. <laughs> he did. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. And I did that on him for two days as well. And the third day, he was perfectly fine. That is awesome. And it, it's the quickest I've seen them recover from any kind of cold or whatever mm-hmm. it might have been mm-hmm. um, because we did those hot and cold treatments. That is awesome. You yeah. know what I love about all these things that you've been sharing with us, Kylie? They're simple things that all of us experience circulation, colds, tummy troubles, um, all these things. Mm-hmm. We all have these issues and inflammation. And these are all simple things that don't cost a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> don't take a lot of time to do. Mm-hmm. And they can be super beneficial. Very. I and, love that. Um, I'm a person who likes to try to save money and different ways of budgeting and things like that. And you think like this juice, how much did it cost me when I had appendicitis? Total, it probably costed me $50, 100 at the most for the yeah. whole time I was doing it. Right. Whereas even just the scan that I had and going to the emergency room, it was over $5,000 just oh my gosh. on my part. Right. And imagine that surgery, how much more it would have been as well. Now, I still tell people, you know, do the juice, but go see a doctor as well. Because you never know. You never know what's going to happen. And you don't want to take chances like that. Yes. Yes. But um, they're so cheap to do. Yeah. And they work so quickly. Yeah. Why not give it a shot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think even like, I want to try your juice. I don't know of any inflammatory issues that I have, Mm -hmm. but why not? make that juice. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it, it is pretty tasty, actually. Um, and it's easy to make. And you don't have to have any kind of um, known inflammation, like mm-hmm. appendicitis, diverticulitis, anything that we talked about, or anything else with inflammation. Just do it because the body has so many reactions to even just the environment, foods that we eat that will still cause inflammation. So it's always going to help anyway to drink or even eat anti-inflammatory foods. Awesome. Whole foods yes. as much as we can. Oh, yeah. Okay. So as we wrap up this episode, there's three questions that I always ask people, Kylie. All right. So question number one, tell us about a book that has shaped your life. 
Oh, especially when it comes to health. My favorite book and one that has shaped my life is called um, Ministry of Healing. Okay. Uh, You can find it on Amazon or anywhere on the internet, I'm sure. Just type in Ministry of Healing. It has a lot to do with health, but from a perspective of how God has made our bodies as well. Like Hmm. it. I think that book helped me to want to also become a dietitian and want to help people with their health mm-hmm. is because if you're helping people with their health, they're more open to hear about God as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just love the book and it has so many great health tips, like just read it and you'll be picking up things all over the place. That's awesome. I am going to do that. Question number two, a healthy habit that you practice I'd have to say drinking lots of water. Right now, it's not true because um, I'm pretty nauseous, especially when I drink water since I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, So I've been trying, but it's not as great right now. (laughs) But typically, I'll drink plenty of water throughout the day because Mm -hmm. I know like, I need to stay hydrated. It's one of the healthiest things that you can do. And um, for me, it keeps me full between meals as well. Mm-hmm. So anytime I think like, oh, I'm I'm hungry, but I just ate like an hour or two ago, yeah. I'll just drink a big glass of water and all of a sudden I don't feel hungry anymore because really it's just the body trying to tell you, no, you're thirsty, like mm-hmm. you're dehydrated, you need water. So that's probably one of the best um, health habits that I have. That is great. So question number three, final question a treasure of truth or a piece of advice that you would share with those listening? I would have to say that sometimes we get kind of stuck in a rut or we're used to what we've done in the past. Um, And when you hear new things, especially when it comes to our health, it's hard to take it in. Mm -hmm. Um, And they might seem crazy or weird, like some of these. Like taking charcoal. Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, But I would say to people, just be more open about it, but in a smart way. Like we have intuition and sometimes we can just stop and think it through. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, what is the issue that I'm having? What caused it? What can I do to help it? So Mm -hmm. if there's something natural that you can try yourself um, is just research it as well. Like I have a bunch of books that I use at home that I use as reference books because Mm -hmm. they're health books and I can go look in there and I read it, but then I have to stop and think for myself as well. Like, does this make sense? Do I think that this will help me? Do I think this will help my um, client or whoever it is? Mm -hmm. Um, So really just even do research and get even second opinions, third opinions, because like when I was younger, luckily my mom went and got that second opinion Mm -hmm. and found somebody who luckily knew what they were talking about. Right. Um, So really do the research yourself, Mm -hmm. but get other opinions as well. Awesome. Those are great. Well, Kylie, you are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to diet, lifestyle, nutrition, natural remedies, obviously. How can people find out more? Oh, and another thing, you guys, Kylie has written her own plant-based cookbook. I mean, (laughs) come on, who is this girl, right? You have just listened to an author, She is an author, you guys. So, and I have her cookbook. I've used it for the last probably two years and I love it. 
I love it. Love Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> so Kylie, how can people get in touch with you? How can they buy your cookbook? How can they watch your videos? Yes. So um, I have a website. It's called Kylie's Kitchen, K-Y-L-E-E-S kitchen.com. Um, you can find my recipes. I have extra recipes on there. Um, different health tips as well. Things that I was talking about today, like the hydrotherapy you can find on there. My YouTube channel is Kylie's Kitchen. Um, my cookbook is Simply Fresh. And like you said, it's a plant-based cookbook. You can go to my website or it is on Amazon as well. And um, reach out to me. You can email me through my website if you have questions. If you want to have some more information, I can help direct you as well. Yeah. And you're also on Instagram too. Yes. I love Kylie's Kitchen. <laughs> Two yes. E's. I love following you on Instagram and she shows a lot of her home life and her cooking and just trying new things. So you're someone I just love to follow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, Kylie, it's been a true honor to have you with us today. I have learned a lot. So thank you for coming and joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. It's been so fun. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. And everyone out there, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I want to just make sure that you know to hit the subscribe button before you go so you never miss an episode that we talk about. And also, it would mean so very much to me if you gave us a five-star rating and also wrote a review about what you liked about this episode, because it really does help other people find this podcast and be able to be inspired and educated about health. So subscribe, hit the five-star rating, and leave a comment or review. Also, go follow us on Instagram, help me help you. Remember, that's the letter U because there's really only one you out there. So follow us on Instagram to see some more about who we are. Oh, and one more thing. If you have an inspirational or educational story to share, please send me a message. I'd love to connect with you. Remember to subscribe, review, and comment. And thanks again for joining us. Thanks for listening to Health Me, Health You. Stay healthy, my friends. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only and not medical advice. Before making changes to your health, consult your healthcare provider.